0: Welcome the 222 Paranormal Podcast with your hosts,
1: Jen and Joe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Glad to hear from you guys.
0: So, as you know, we travel a lot. And mm-hmm. today we are in Fort Wayne, Indiana at the Bell Mansion.
1: The uh. historic and haunted Bell Mansion. Joe and I have seen shadow figures, mm-hmm. felt presence, heard kids running when there was nobody there. <laughs> it's an amazing place. But we wanted to bring you guys some other places in and around Fort Wayne that are haunted as well. So if you're doing a summer destination, you guys can just, you know, pop on in. It's a great little town. We really like this town. It is. It reminds me a lot of Toledo.
0: Yeah. And, you know, this is the first time I've been here in the wintertime. And it just doesn't have the excitement vibe, you know. Yeah, the summer festivals always so much better. But it's a good chance to get inside and go to some haunted locations.
1: Yeah. So um, Fort Wayne is over 200 years old so you know it's it's one of these older cities um in the midwest and has such a rich and deep history of intrigue and and hauntings and and just really cool spooky stories and i'll you know we'll share some of those with you here now um there's one place Uh, It's called Jeals Park, and it was originally called Swinger's Grave. Really? Yeah. So um, Gilles Park is a great place to visit. It was opened in 1979, and the park has a walking trail and tennis courts, basketball courts, and playgrounds for children. But it's also found um, itself on the most haunted list of places in Fort Wayne. Now... They say that because there's a story or a belief that there was a little girl who was um, using the swings and she died. And witnesses claim that if you visit the park at night and use the swings, once the clock strikes midnight, you'll fall off. Now, (laughs) the really twisted part of the story is that although they assume you have fallen off, some claim the little girl who died is actually there pushing people off the swings.
0: I would fall off. I know. Uh, I, just, I come from a long line of trippers.
1: And <laughs> we we're not very coordinated
0: family. <laughs> but that's that's interesting because you don't hear of parks like that being haunted that much. I know we have Ottawa Park in Toledo, but that has a history of gangster stuff and all that activity. You don't hear about a little girl haunting a park, but it must have been where she was most comfortable or had the most fun.
1: Yeah. It's interesting how many times you've heard of uh, children's spirits haunting playgrounds and they well, go I back mean, to where they
0: back to the way you know mm-hmm. where they enjoyed themselves at that time of their life, and it's just like here at the Bell mansion, you have a little boy spirit upstairs mm-hmm. that is very mischievous, machi- I guess that's the word, and they get activity from him all the time,
1: yeah place is called Devil's Hollow. Now, oh. this sounds really spooky, yeah. right? The name um, Devil's Hollow isn't um, scary enough, but there's a legend attached to it, which is, um, they say, not for the faint of heart. Mm. And the story goes, that there was a witch that lived uh, in a house on top of a hill. Now, people believe that this woman was a witch, and the house burnt to the ground, but all that remains is the chimney. Other stories claim that the fire was accidental, and what remains is the same fact that the witch perished in the fire and she still remains in the area to this day. Hmm. Now, even the police have gone to the site many times over the years because cults are using the site to perform rituals uh. and sacrifices. Now, some say that at times the witch appears and chases people off her land, um, especially when she thinks are trespassers. Yeah. and. um it's just very interesting that, you know, people are drawn to the site want to do spooky things. And was it a legend? We don't know.
0: Or did so many people, you know, it's just like we said before, so many people come to that location to do ghost hunting and stuff like that, that it draws the spirits to it. You know, just like a lot of other cities, Main Street is said to be haunted by a ghost of a woman in white. She has flowing white gown that appears to just walk down the street. You know that alone may cause some concern, but the woman in white on Main Street continues to walk until she reaches the um, the Saint Mary's Bridge. Once to that bridge, she horrifies people by looking like she's going to jump off, and she'll go up to the edge and actually vanish as oh she's gosh. jumping off.
1: Oh, you know how many times police have probably been called on that one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. You know
0: then police are contacted but yet nobody's ever found
1: so scary if i saw something like that i would just be like what did i just see yeah and, ugh, okay um there's another place this is called Bruick road okay now it's a road that just seems like nowhere specific right like it's just one of those like average roads that you wouldn't even think they has a haunting but what's interesting is the whole there's a house on it that has really unusual lights so people have traveled down this road and they say that they can see the lights now the the lights they say go from white to all different colors okay which is really odd and some people say the lights move away and then as people try to get closer it either approaches them or goes away from them and then there's other witnesses that state they look more like orbs and then they in- vanish entirely um, when somebody would get too close
0: hmm. Didn't we just mention about lights on a show a couple weeks ago or something? Yeah,
1: there's a place in Michigan that, that's like this phenomenon where the road goes way up and people see the specific light. Okay. And I forget the name of it. Go back and listen to our old episodes. It's on there. Um, or Google it. Michigan, spooky Michigan lights or something. And um, it's just this phenomenon that keeps going on and and you can't explain it. You get mm-hmm. close and it's gone. It's been on ghost shows. It happens. It's still happening. Yeah, just really interesting. You know, and
0: that's it's so bizarre because people say, "Well, it's swamp gas or stuff like that," but we don't have swamps around anymore. <laughs> mm.
1: Right? Like, if that was true, then all of Toledo would be.
0: But I remember when we were talking about it, they did say that they did research and drove cars up there and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's completely different than that. It's not cars. Yeah,
1: oh, that's interesting. Um, Another place is a place called the Whitley Jail, a.k.a. the Columbia City Jail. Now, this is one of the creepiest and most haunted places in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's the old Whitley Jail, and it used to be called the Columbia City Jail. Now, it was established back in 1875. It was established back in 1875 and is one of those historical sites. Cool old jail. You know, Joe and I love old jails, and we've traveled around to a couple of different ones. There's a ghost ...of a man named Charles Butler. Now, Butler was a criminal, broke out of the jail only to be caught, returned to the jail, and sentenced to death by hanging. Really? Now, due to the complications during the hanging, he end up strangling for 10 minutes rather than having his neck broken completely. And his ghost is said to have stayed in the jail ever since. Now, witnesses hear voices, laughter, unknown footsteps. And there's also a ghost of a woman... And the ghost of a former sheriff who are believed to haunt the jail.
0: That is so cool.
1: Yeah. we got to drive around and find it. It's got to be right close to here somewhere. Oh, yeah.
0: One of the other places that we've always found is super haunted are theaters. Mm-hmm. And in town here, there's what's called the Embassy Theater. It dates back to the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Like usually around, I think it said it opened in around 1928, around there. Um, it's considered a landmark in the city because of its age. Once it was open, it's been home to plays and different theatrical mm-hmm. events.
1: Concerts. And
0: yeah. So it's been remodeled and opened and fixed up and changed. So the thing is, they always say that when you start construction on something or remodeling something, it mm-hmm. brings out the spirits. Yeah. You know, and I think that's because the stone tape theory and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So people either the seeing, going to see the plays mm-hmm. or even the actors on stage have seen Gray apparitions have seen orbs. Have mm-hmm. seen the apparition of an old director None. that used to be at the theater. They've seen apparitions of different characters of the plays that oh, were there.
1: That's different.
0: You know, it's yeah. that that to me that brings out a lot more than just seeing a ghost because you're actually seeing the spirit of an actor Performing. playing that role.
1: Yeah, because like it's you know they do that show over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Like you said, the stone tape theory. It's imprinted. Mm -hmm. That's cool. We should really um, check that out.
0: And they seem to see one apparition of an older woman. Mm. And a lot of people say, well, it's an older woman. But there are some people that doubt that and say that it's a younger woman.
1: Maybe you're seeing her in different times. That's
0: what I was thinking when I was reading up on this building. I was like, that's exactly what I was thinking is, you know, we always see spirit at times when they're the happiest or... Mm -hmm when something tragic happens yeah. or something like that. So maybe it's just a time that she enjoyed that place so many times or going there so many times right. that mm-hmm. you can see her spirit in different yeah. forms.
1: Can a ghost appear from two different points in their life? What That's, do you think? Yeah, what do you think?
0: I, I think so. Yeah. You know, and other things in this theater too are that they experience they experienced odd smells, Cold spots, you know, Mm -hmm. like I said before, lights, apparitions, on and off the stage. That's so cool. We love haunted
1: theaters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Joe and I have spent many, many nights sitting on haunted stages. Yeah. And they always, I don't know if you guys know this, but, you know, if you ever go to a theater, they always have one light on the stage. It's called the ghost light.
0: I never understood that.
1: Just leave it on so the ghosts don't... um, um, lose their way or fall off the stage, I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Now, Joe and I now are in the um, Bell Mansion, but there is another mansion here in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. It's called the Brookside Mansion, and it was formerly known as the Bass Mansion. It's so cool. It looks like a castle. Yeah. It's so amazing. Now, John H. Bass, he was an incredibly wealthy man when he was alive. He had the mansion built for himself, and it even included an artificial lake, not too far from the house. Now, you know you're rich when you can buy yourself a lake, right?
0: Especially back when it was built.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, and the mansion had stood abandoned for numbers of years before a local university decided to renovate it and use it as their library. Now, the you know, stories are that John H. Bass remains a resident of the mansion. So, of course, he's going to stick around yeah. where you know he lived, he built that mansion.
0: Just like the Bell Mansion.
1: Yeah, but There's people who go into the library, and he he appears to them and helps them find their book that they're (laughs) looking for, which I think is incredible. Yeah. Um, And sometimes they'll even throw books at you. Really? Yeah. So don't piss them off. Don't (laughs) piss them off.
0: And be quiet when you're getting books thrown at you from a ghost.
1: (laughs) Get shushed in the (laughs) library by a ghost. Yeah. I'm sure it happens.
0: You know, and we always end up at the cemeteries. Always. And we did pass a cemetery coming in, and... That is called the Linwood Cemetery. Now, the Linwood Cemetery was originally founded back in 1859, but it, it's in a neighborhood. And it actually has 70,000 graves oh in there. Oh, my
1: gosh. Uh, That's it's giant. In, it's
0: in like a Victorian neighborhood. We drove by and you should oh, see those houses. I remember. Amazing. Didn't we stop in there?
1: I remember. Didn't we stop in there and walked up that little hill and there was like a mausoleum up on the top? Yeah. Was that Fort Wayne? Yeah, I think we went to this one. Joe and I have been to many cemeteries. Many, many
0: cemeteries. This one is a fascinating place to visit, and it's listed as one of the largest in America. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: So, you know, if if you're going there just for historical purposes, it may not interest a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the people that are uh, buried there are not historical figures, but it comes from the hauntings that are actually there.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. There, um, there's a man in a top hat that walks around the cemetery in the morning. If you guys go early enough, yeah, you might be able to see him.
0: But I mean, it also has all the, you know, the standards. <laughs> if right. you want to say <laughs> uh, apparitions, lights, mm-hmm. sound, you know. Yeah. The last time we were here, we were talking to someone, and I believe this is a cemetery where they said that they were in there and they actually heard babies crying, which is a, a common thing. But I know that there's babies in the cemeteries. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, you know, being such a big place if it might be a, a fox or something like that that they may hear. But it could have been spirit.
1: It could be a mocking spirit, too, because, you know, a lot of times darker entities will try to lure you in
0: mm-hmm. by
1: appearing as children or speaking as children because they know that plays on, you know, somebody's. Heartstrings, basically, is like, oh my gosh, it's a little child, and then they get you. They get you. They get you.
0: They suck you down into a grave. Ah!
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just have the graveliest enough voice right now to make that sound. Um, One other place is um, one of the tallest buildings here in Fort Wayne. It's called the Lincoln Bank Tower. Now, you wouldn't think of a bank as being haunted, Mm. but this um, place opened its doors in 1930. So it has 22 floors, not 222 floors, but 22 floors. It was the tallest skyscraper in the entirety of Fort Wayne, Indiana, which I think is kind of cool. It's still in use this day, and what's interesting is is maybe one of the most haunted places in Fort Wayne. Now, there's reports that every floor is haunted by at least one ghost. Really? Yeah. So at minimum 22 ghosts, if there's 22 floors. And the top floor remains the home of a man who reportedly jumped to his death through one of the building windows. Another ghost is said to scream at people from the fourth floor. I mean, like, how spooky would that yeah. be? Oh, my gosh. Did we ever hear screaming on any of our investigations? I think we did once.
0: I'm sure. But, I'm know. sure we have. I mean, we've been to so many different places. and I mean, think about St. Joseph's Hospital, stuff that went on there. The different sounds we heard there, right? I mean, I, we captured that EVP of that baby crying. Yeah. Once again, I, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, baby crying. One of the more haunted locations here in Fort Wayne, Indiana is the Masonic Temple. Oh, yeah. Now, we did park next to it, mm-hmm. and they did have um, like tours. So they do offer tours, but we just were here too late. But this is an interesting building. Uh, One, because, you know, it's a Masonic temple. Mm -hmm. And we know how secretive that is. It was built in 1926. Mm. Now, standing next to it, I didn't realize it's 10 stories tall. What? Yeah. Wow. It don't look like it. It doesn't. No, but it's 10 stories tall. Uh, There's several different Masonic halls inside there that, you know, they do their secret stuff. Halls inside halls? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I tell you what, if you ever get a chance to go to Detroit, go to the Masonic Temple that's in Detroit. It's mm. unbelievable. Isn't that the
1: biggest one in the United States? It is,
0: and they have a um, Halloween party there that we've been to a few times, and it's just unbelievable. But this one here in Fort Wayne, this one has a mischievous mystici- ghost at it. <laughs> I can't say that word. Mischievous. Yeah, but it's reported it's a ghost of a man that they don't know his name. Mm. They don't know much history of him, but... He is more of a poltergeist-style ghost. Oh. He will slam doors. Mm -hmm. He'll move stuff. He'll, you know, but his big thing is slamming doors, slamming cabinets, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's obviously not the only spirit that they have in the building. They have tons of spirits. And I do believe that they do do ghost hunts there. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's different stories of people either in Masonic outfits, you know, how they have the um, Mm -hmm. the, the aprons that they wear and Mm -hmm. stuff. Spirits of those, different spirits of just random people that they don't know why, but people see apparitions there all the time. You hear EVPs. Uh, some of the great EVPs they captured of you know people screaming, people you know saying "get out" that kind of stuff. Ooh.
1: You know it. You know it could be former members who you know like maybe want just go back and and be with their you know brethren or whatever mm-hmm. you would call it but I was wonder what are these secret meetings that they have there it's, it's R- funny cause rituals I, or whatever I,
0: I've seen a lot of different shows about the Masonics mm-hmm. and they say we're not really secretive We, you know everybody knows we're here everybody knows yeah. what goes on but the thing is they do have rituals that be, you know you're mm-hmm. bound to secrecy in your ritual yeah, it's so, so interesting to me <laughs> I, I think it'd be something really neat to be a member of
1: yeah well men can be I don't know if the women can they have to have their own club
0: yeah <laughs> where they cook and stuff. oh ooh, you hush <laughs> but yeah I just Masonic temples are one of the interesting places I would love to or you know, investigate at on and I, I was going to investigate this one here mm-hmm. but we ended up having that other event that we oh, you we know, yeah. couldn't get to but hopefully this summer I'll come back and
1: oh yeah we'll be here this summer for sure this is a you know easy drive for us mm-hmm. not far but you want to know what the number one haunted place in Fort Wayne is?
0: I thought it was the Masonic Temple.
1: It is the Wells Street Bridge. Oh. Now, Wells Street Bridge has been around for more than 100 years. It was built in 1884, and today is, um, you know, marked as a historical landmark, mm-hmm. and, you know, piece of the history. According to countless tales of the Wells, Wells Street Bridge, is not just a piece of history, but it's among one of the most haunted places in all of Indiana. Oh, unlike many of the ghosts and apparitions located at other haunted destinations, there's a rumored ghost at the Well Street Bridge that's a dog. Oh, and over the years, people have ridden their bikes across the bridge and during the night and the winter and believed to see and hear him barking at them. They said if you do see the dog, do not stop and keep going. But there's been other apparitions associated with the bridge so who knows maybe it's it's one of those bridges where people like to jump off and
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: take their own lives
0: you know we, being an person of a dog it could have been someone jumped off the bridge and left their dog on the bridge
1: oh my god how sad but it happens yeah it that ooh. how sad <laughs> now i'm sad guys <laughs> but anyways
0: one of the things that's not on the list though it, and we were here last time we went to the catholic museum Oh, yeah. And that was so interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, obviously, we grew up Catholic and all that, but just to go through there and see the different statues and different, you know, parts of different churches relics and relics. And
1: history. Yeah. Interesting, because, you know, Joe and I love, like, museums and historic places. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of a mix of a little bit of both of, like, the history of... um you know the church here in Fort Wayne but it was also they had like old monastery items Mm -hmm. and relics of saints and it was kind of cool a little creepy but we liked it it's
0: I always say that it's the same but it's different we talk about um, ghosts and all that and spirits and apparitions and all that but the Catholic Church really has the same thing Mm -hmm. they just call it different things and you know I know I've mentioned on the show before but I've been in places where people have come up to me and said, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm a Catholic, or I don't believe in ghosts. I'm a Christian, or whatever. And I'm like, it's basically the same stuff. It's oh, just sure. different.
1: Every religion basically is the same thing. Mm-hmm. They believe in the afterlife, they believe in, you know, the Holy Spirit, or whatever. I mean, look, it's, if, it, you know, like we can't judge one from the other, mm-hmm. but if they all have the similar theme of like good and bad, You know, um, evil versus good.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like the funerals. They're all based on the soul. Mm -hmm. We talk about the soul going to heaven, the soul soul ascending to heaven, you know, stuff like that. It's the same as what we talk about, the Mm -hmm. soul ascending to a different realm or that or ghosts or that. Because one thing, too, is when Jesus died... Mm They put him in the tomb for three days. He reappeared after three days. He basically, and I'll say it as a ghost, you know, as Mm -hmm. a ghost thing, not a religious thing, but he disappeared. He vanished out of the grave. Mm -hmm. And then when he appeared to his apostles, uh, his apostles actually said that they didn't recognize him. Yeah. He 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 was a ghost. It says it right in the Bible there. And I don't know if it's exact terms, but, you know. Yeah. They said that they didn't recognize him. They saw him. And he said, No, I am Jesus. And they were afraid because he came back.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, that story. And it's interesting, too, because I'd like to see, like, with other religions, like their leader or their God or mm-hmm. whatever it is, if there's something similar like that.
0: There is in a lot of religions. You know, even even stories like the, the flood.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Every, every religion has a flood story.
1: It's interesting you say that because I just saw an article that they believed they found Noah's grave and they had dug it up and they were finding kind of what the story said there was eight adults sets of animals it was from that time period um they're supposedly going to be doing DNA testing on oh, the bodies that they found so Yeah stay tuned we yeah. might, we might have more story on that
0: That would be interesting I yeah. would love to know about that because the flood myth—it's—it's it's such an interesting thing because I do, like I said, they every religion has their flood myth, and you know it even goes back to like Graham Hancock's work where he believes that a asteroid hit the ice cap mm. and melted so fast that it caused a worldwide flood. Oh, and that's where his that. yeah, it's, oh, it's so interesting because he says that twelve thousand years ago a meteor hit and it melted all the ice caps. Mm -hmm. which caused a major flood, and he shows a lot of evidence Mm -hmm. of that. You know, a lot of land that looks like riverbeds with Mm -hmm. ripples in it, but yet they're 20 feet tall and a mile wide. Yeah. You know, and different things. There's different parts of the world that look like a giant waterfall, but the um, Niagara Falls would be a tiny little piece of it.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: And it shows that something like that didn't happen in a long amount of time. It happened fast. Mm. Which would be the flood. Sure. So, yeah, it's so interesting. And I would love to get to dig deeper into how the religion aspect of it is the same as the haunting aspect of mm-hmm. it. And, you know, get a, maybe a scholar on that would can really tell us. Not one that just says, well, God's God and that's it. No, right, you know, I want to know yeah, to, and, yeah, that we can actually talk to and learn.
1: Yeah, so if any of our listeners are out there and you're, uh, you know, religious studies or of a different faith or, you know, want to come in, send us a message. We'd yeah. love to hear from you.
0: Yeah. And we want to thank you for listening this week. Yes. Uh, it's kind of a short show. Sorry about my coughing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to edit most of Jen's coughing out, so the show's going to be five minutes long. But... uh <laughs> No, it's just so interesting when we come into small towns, like well, I shouldn't say small towns, but when we come into towns like this that mm-hmm. we really don't know a lot about, and we get to start studying. And if you know, we found good websites that have good yeah. information about the towns, and you know, if you ever travel, wherever you travel, get on the web and find out information yeah, about the town. Dig
1: into the stories and the history. We love it because,
0: okay, I, I was like the Bell Mansion here when we originally came to it. I just thought okay it's a mansion Mm -hmm. we've been to many mansions you know and they're like giving us a tour and like and here's the embalming room and i'm like like,
1: not realizing it was a funeral home for 90 years yeah you know like that's Mm -hmm. incredible
0: Mm -hmm. so anyways thank you for listening this week hope you enjoy the week tune in next week for some great shows uh but like we always say please 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 get up on our website we have a lot of stuff going on uh, we got some major changes coming. We got our Patreon going. Yes. If you want to become a Patreon of the show, um, we got some great deals. Or great, not deals. What should I say? Membership. We got great membership levels there, and a lot of you know good variety for you.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's one way that you can support the show, so we can bre- keep bringing you all this fun content and you know and hit entertaining that, you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what really helps is hit that subscribe button. Tell all your friends. And uh, leave us a positive comment. Those really help out. So, thanks for listening this week, and we will talk to you next week. Hey, bye, everybody.